sort of uh, revolves in Shlita, and the last piece of Amunasi Techa, Mystic Parsha, has a very beautiful, very beautiful Torah full of Chizik. We'll run through it together. He focuses on the Haftarah. The Haftarah of this parish is Vatoimer Tsiyoin Azavani Hashem Vashem Shechachani. That Tsiyoin, the Jewish people, say that Hashem forg- forsake us, He forgot us. To that Hashem responds, Hatishka Achisha Oila Merechem Bebitno Kamele Tishachan of Allah Enochiloyeshkechecha. Hashem says, Does a mother forget his child for her child? And even that, even if it's possible forgetting, Enochiloyeshkech, I shall never forget you. So the the Haftari discusses how Klal Yisrael says to Hashem, you forgot me, and Hashem says, God forbid, a mother never forgets the child, I will never forget you. Now, says Rav Wolfson, Kol we know the Haftari is always connected to the parsha somehow. We know the history of the Haftari that was instituted when the parsha was unable to be read. So when they were unable to lane, they had to replace it with the Haftari, and therefore the Haftarah is always connected to the Parsha. So what's the connection between our Parsha and this Haftarah? That the Haftarah claims that there's a forgetting. So it says, And this Parsha references the breaking of the Luchais, which Revolfson explains at the end of this paragraph, that the Luchais breaking, the Gemara Nerevin talks about this, that when Hashem gave us the first Luchais, there was never going to be a forgetting. The whole concept of forgetting was due to the breaking of the Luchais. If not for the luchais being broken, if not for the breaking of the luchais, no one would forget anything. You would forget your Torah. When Maishu Rabbeinu broke those letters, broke those luchais, it created a, a shattering that allows for forgetting. And therefore, in the parsha that describes forgetting, the, the Haftarah describes the sad side effect of forgetting is you could forget your loved one. To that, Klal Yisrael says to Hashem, we're afraid you forgot us when you destroyed the Mesa Migdash, and Hashem says, no, So all forgetting, this whole concept of forgetting, stems from the breaking of the Luchos. What's the shot of breaking the Luchos? The Avistar of Nosen says an amazing thing in the Medrash. That the Indian of the Luchais was like a marriage contract. It was like a document. It was like a ksuba. It was like a marriage contract. It's like a shtar kedushin, not a ksuba. It's a shtar kedushin. It was a letter upon which a marriage is built. And Moshe Rabbeinu broke it because Moshe Rabbeinu saw that Klai Yisrael was being unfaithful and they knew that they, they weren't capable of being married. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchais, separating that marriage, making us single. And a single person that does a sin is not as devastating as a married woman that does a sin. Which adds to the, the concept of the Haftarah that Klai Yisrael is saying to Hashem, you forgot us. Because the whole Indian of the breaking of Luchos, that forgetting comes from the breaking of the Luchos, and the whole Indian of the breaking of Luchos was to separate us from Hashem. That was the purpose of it. To that, Hashem responds, no, I will never forget you. So what's the depth What's deep? What's what's really going on in Hashem's response? So the Gemara in Brachis, Taflamid Beis, elaborates on this conversation between us and Hashem. That we say to Hashem, "You forgot us," and Hashem said, "God, I would never forget you." The Gemara Brachis says like this: "Hatishkach isha oila, klum eshkach oilus shehekravtel fnei midbar. 
Hashem says, that Hashem says, I will never forget all the carbonus that you brought to me in the midbar. So Hashem says, says to Hashem, well, if you don't forget, right, if you remember everything, all the good things that we did, maybe you won't forget about the eagle. We want you to forget about the eagle. To that Hashem says, no, that I'll forget. What does it mean, says Rav Olson, what aspect of the eagle do we want Hashem to forget besides the actual sin? But when we said, this is your God, Hashem said, that I'll forget. responded, if you're willing to forget the Egel, maybe you'll forget about Harsinai. To that Hashem responds, I won't forget that. That's a strange thing. So see this Gemara, it's like Hashem's like, I'll forget all the bad things. What about the good things? I won't forget about that. So, near Levaris, Hanau, there's Hashem. So it says, Ravos, and let's explain. The Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchais, which causes forgetting to come to the world. And as we said, this caused a forgetting of the marriage. This made a, a divorce between Klal Yisrael and Baruch And now we're, we have the status of a single woman. And it's not adultery. To that, Moshe, Klal Yisrael said, well, if, when, if the forgetting which comes from the breaking of the Luchais, which separated us from you, so maybe it completely erased everything. Right? Once it broke the marriage, maybe it forgot even the good times. It makes sense. Once the marriage is over, that's it. The relationship is severed. Once the relationship is severed, then it doesn't even make sense. The Gemara is very hard to understand. Hashem saying, no, I forgot all the bad things. Why? Because when you broke the Luchais, we're done. Well, oh, so what about the good things? I remember that. It doesn't make sense. If the breaking of the Luchai severed the relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then why are the good things still intact? It doesn't make sense. Says Right? You know, Hashem's like, I'll forget the bad things, I won't forget the good things. Why? So what did Hashem say in the Pasuk? And Wilson says, this is the key. Pasuk says, would a woman, would a mother forget her baby, forget her child, her nursing child? What's the depth? So Wilson about is about to explain to us a major Yisoyed, a Yisoyed that Rav talks about at length. And that is, there are different relationships between us and Hashem. Every Jew has multi, multi, dimensional relationships between us and Kaddish Baruch Before we get into what these relationships are, he quotes a very, very fascinating message that we've learned together a few times in the past. Says a wolf, and every Jew has a couple relationships between us and Hashem. As the Medrash explains, the Pasuk says, that the Pasuk says in Mishlei, that come out to see the crown that the king's mother made for him on the day of his wedding. And what does this mean? So we've learned this in the past. Let me quote you the Medrash in full. The Medrash says as follows. It's a Medrash Rabbah Yudbez. 
Medr says, Amr of Chunya. Shal Rashbi is of Elizabeth of Yosi. Rav Shimba Yechoy asks of Elizabeth of Yosi. Amr of Shishamata Mevicho Ma'u Batarish Itchla Imai. Did you ever hear from your father of Yosi? What is the explanation of the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Come and see the crown that the king's mother made for him. Amr of he said, Yeah. What's it comparable to? Lamelech Shahisla Bas Yechida. It's comparable to a king who had a daughter. And he loved his daughter very much. So at first he said, You're my sister. Until he said, No, I love you so much, you're my mother. So too, Baruch loves Klal Yisrael. As the Pesach says, Achoisi rayosi yoinosi samosi. Loizaz mechavet shekara imoy. Until Hashem says, No, no, you're my mother. Omer Rashbi, he calls Kla Yisrael his mother. Omer of Shimba Yechoi, Vinishka Roisha. When Shimba Yechoi heard this, he kissed her, Rishma Bravyosi, or Rosh Bravyosi on the head. Omer Lulilu Yitzasi Loy, Mishmaya Tamzem, Mepichadai. It'll be enough for me to live my entire life to hear this, he said. That the Medrash is telling us that Klal Yisrael is compared to three things. A sister, a daughter, and a mother. So Wolfson says like this. Wolfson says, sister, this is a whole different shot of the Medrash from Wolfson. We've learned in the past the simple explanation, uh, not the simple, but the explanation that Rav Kluger makes of the Medrash, which is fascinating in his Kedai dimension, is that Rav Kluger has a sefer called Yichud Espoides where he tries to explain the relationship between us and Hashem in a more complex way. We're used to looking at the relationship as us taking and Hashem giving. But Rav Kluger likes to deepen that and to explain that in a deep way, Kaviochel, Kaviochel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs Kla Yisrael because we're the ones who reveal His presence in the world. And we sort of comfort HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaviochel, by keeping His Torah. Gives Him Simcha, gives Him Nechama gives him Menucha. So the Pasuk says, at first we're his sister. What's a sister? A sister. I'm sorry, at first we're a daughter. Right? What's the daughter? Klaus is the daughter. We receive. A daughter is, you know, the parent gives. It's a one way relationship, it's a one directional relationship. Then the Pasuk says, no, you're my sister. My sister means they're equals. And then Hashem says, no, you're my mother. That just like a child looks to the mother for comfort, so too Kaviyachal, Kadesh Baruch Hu, looks to Klai Yisrael for comfort. These three relationships, Rav Olsen has a completely different side. He said the three relationships of Achoisi and Biti and Imi, Achoisi he compares to a wife. So you have a wife, you have a daughter, and you have a mother. Look what Rav Olsen says, an amazing thing. And this is a big yisayr from Rav Tzadik as well, in Ishbitz Bechlal. The first relationship, the primary relationship that we focus on with us and Hashem is that of a husband and a wife. That we're married to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And says Rav Wolfson, And there's a great love that a husband and a wife have. However, However, but this relationship is not, it doesn't have to be. It's not blood. And it could be severed. You could have a divorce. And therefore there is an aspect, there's an element of our relationship with that Baruch that can be severed. 
And the same way Moshe Rabbeinu did break that relationship by breaking the Luchais, I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu, Klal Yisrael, through the Eagle, broke that relationship. To that, the Medrash says, our relationship with Hashem doesn't stop there. It goes until it turns into Biti, that we're now the daughter of Hashem. See, a husband and wife can break. But what's deeper than that is blood, is a child. That every one of us has a relationship with Hashem, which is husband and wife. And that's the truth, is that that's the best type of relationship to focus on, because that's a relationship you have to work on. And all of life is trying to rebuild that relationship. But when that relationship fails, a deeper relationship is revealed. And in a deep way, it's dafka when that relationship is failed, that that relationship, the second relationship comes out. And that's a parent-child. That's a father-daughter. See, that love is unbreakable. And whenever you have two sects of Klal Yisrael or two Rabbonim, and one is more fiery and more focused on Yira, and one is more focused on Ahava, it's just a matter of which relationship they're more coming from. Those Rabbonim who are more fire and brimstone, who say very sharp things, doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means they're speaking from the relationship of husband and wife. But those Sadiqim, they're always comforting Klal Yisrael's because they're living in their relationship of father-daughter. To that, Rav Wolfson says, at that point, Hakadosh Baruch Hu reveal Chadash is lein kol, a new relationship. To that Hashem shows, no, I will never forget you because it's not a husband and wife, and even after the luchos can be broken, the love is still there. Right? Hashem says, I forgot the eagle, but I still remember Harsina. And the question is, how? The answer is because the relationship of husband and wife was severed. There's still another relationship, and that's a father-daughter. So far, these concepts I'm familiar with. But now Rav Wolfson says something even more amazing. That's what it means that Hashem says, Don't move until I call you my daughter. Even if it would seem that you've done something that would end this relationship, there's still love. Because there's a deeper relationship. To that Hashem says, if I need to, I will reveal that great truth called my daughter. And the more a Jew focuses on fixing his relationship between husband and wife, the more it reveals what's already there, which is a father-daughter. So that sounds like the greatest relationship. But says Rav Wolfson, there's something even greater. Let me explain it outside. You see, a father-daughter, a daughter means like a teenager. Not a baby, a daughter. A father-daughter is a love that's unbreakable. It's true. But a daughter can make the father's life miserable. Right? You have to love your family. You don't have to like them. Right? For the Hu's relationship between father and daughter, it's unbreakable. But he could still have anger. It could still be complicated. There's only one relationship where the parent never even gets upset. And that's an infant. You see, when a 10-year-old does something that upsets the parent, the parent gets upset. The love's still there. It's unbreakable. But it becomes strained somewhat. 
when a little infant soils itself or scratches you accidentally, there's no anger b'chlal. Because the great love overshadows. They know the child doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't mean to hurt. No intention. To that, Rav Wilson says an amazing thing. The end of the Medrash is that Hashem's greatest relationship is He calls us His mother. It says Rav Wilson, it doesn't mean like I said before. You know what it means? In Europe, when they would have a little baby, they would call a little mamala. There was a nickname. That was a that was a, a charming term for a baby. It was mamala, mommy. They would call the baby's mom. The relationship of Hashem calling us His mother is Hashem not describing us as a child, but as an infant. Therav Wolfson says, Amazing. To that, Rav Wolfson says, the greatest relationship is eventually revealed. And that's we're not just the child of Hashem, we're an infant. Because a child can still have a strained relationship with a parent, a complicated relationship with a parent. By doing things against the rotsen of the parent. But a baby. There's just love. Even if a baby soils itself. There's still love. That's what it means that Hashem calls us his mother. Just like a parent sometimes calls the baby mamala. Mine mamala. That Hashem says eventually he'll call us his mamala. His little mommy. That means that we're a baby, but it's just love. Lochain therefore says of Wolfson, Kasha Amra, Knasi Sisral Bainishalum. To that when Kla Yisrael says to Hashem, Sinai, that since our relationship was severed and we're no longer married to you, maybe you'll forget Har Sinai. Maybe the relationship is completely gone on Tishabov. Hashiva Kadesh Baruch Hu, to that Hashem responds, What does Hashem say? Hashem said, would a, would a mother ever forget her nursing baby? I'll never forget you. Because Hashem says, I have a fall safe. That any time Klal Yisrael does something, any time a Jew does something, which is, which would break the relationship of husband and wife. See, collectively it might have been broken somewhat during the Eagle, but every Jew is born with that relationship. But if God forbid a Jew does something that would sever said relationship, Hashem says, don't worry, I have an Eitzah. I'll start looking at you as my daughter. To that, Hashem said, said, you forgot me. Hashem says, Would a mother ever forget her nursing baby? You're my daughter. More than that, my little mamala. It's a great comfort. That there's no way to separate between us and Hashem. That there's no amount of river that could turn out, put out this love. And even at the time where the luchos were breaking, which externally was a breaking of the marriage between us and Hashem, we're still connected. Revolson describes the Amarti, he says that this is the explanation 
that there's an aspect of our relationship which is unbreakable. That's why that the Pasuk says that you give 40 lashes. But Chazal understood it was 39. Why? Even though Pasuk says 40, Chazal understood 39. Why? This has to do with the Yud Kevavke, the four letters of Hashem's name, and each one having its own system of ten. Chabad, Chagas, Nehim. And when a Jew sins, he might have seemingly broken all Yud Kevavke, all forty. But to that, Chazal say, no, there's still a Nakuda, there's still a point which is unbreakable. You see, the marriage relationship might have been severed, but there's still that little baby. That little baby doesn't need lashes. So it's 39, not 40. That's the great Nechom of this, of the Haftarah. You know, as you said, I'll end with this. We always like to add, to connect the ending to the beginning. The ending of the Torah is Le'enei Kal Yisrael, which describes, Rashi says, the breaking of the Luchas. What's the connection between the ending of the Torah and Bereshis? Bereshis is Bishri Yisrael Nikoreshis. Wilson says, you know what it means? Even Le'enei Kal Yisrael, even at a time of the Luchas were breaking, it's still Bishri Yisrael Nikoreshis. I was still thinking about you the whole time. Even when one relationship is up, the other relationships pop up, unbreakable that's the very comfort of this mechazek ourselves like this to realize that we're married to Hashem which is itself amazing and even if we did things to question that relationship we're still Hashem's child and Hashem's little baby Hashem would never Hashem will never forget it should be revealed in heaven